Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. In today's video, I'm going to continue going through my 2022 positional rookie rankings. So yesterday, I went through my top eight running backs from the 2022 draft class. And today, I'm going to talk about the wide receivers. Overall, it's a pretty solid class for those wideouts. And let's just get right into the rankings. So starting off at number one, I have Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Personally, he is my clear number one. I really don't think he's going to move unless he somehow falls out of the first round. He really just has everything you'd be looking for in an elite wide receiver. He produced early on as a freshman, totaled 510 yards from scrimmage, so nothing crazy. But, you know, to be producing as an 18-year-old against, you know, all these other college studs is definitely encouraging. Then he broke out as a sophomore, caught 51 passes for 820 yards and seven touchdowns, and that was in just nine games. So a really, really solid season. And then he was dominant as a junior, caught 66 passes for 1,104 yards and 11 touchdowns, and then also added 112 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Traylon Burks is an athletic freak. He comes in at six foot three, around 230 pounds. And even though he has that massive, you know, wide receiver one frame, with that size, he still has great speed and athleticism. And that overall package makes him incredibly difficult to cover, but it also allows him to be very effective and physical after the catch. So right now, if I was in, you know, a 2022 rookie draft, I think I'd be selecting Traylon Burks with the 101. You know, I could see an argument for one of the quarterbacks, maybe one of the running backs, but right now it doesn't look like any of those backs are going to be going in the first round. I feel very confident Burks is going to be, you know, at worst, a late first round pick. And then for those quarterbacks, we just don't know about the landing spots. We don't know the order of those guys. So I think Traylon Burks would be the safest pick right now. Moving over to number two, I have Drake London out of USC. This was honestly a really close call between Drake London and Garrett Wilson. I ended up going with, you know, the 6'5", 210 pound alpha wide receiver. Drake really produced effectively all three seasons in his college career. He played eight games as a freshman, caught 39 passes for 567 yards and five touchdowns. That is a very, very solid freshman year. I mean, really made an immediate impact. Then in six games as a sophomore, caught 33 passes for 502 yards and three touchdowns. And then his 2021 season ended prematurely with a broken ankle. But in the eight games he played, he was absolutely dominant, caught 88 passes for 1,084 receiving yards and seven touchdowns. Once again, that was in eight games, 1,084 receiving yards and seven touchdowns. I've seen some concerns that Drake London won't be able to separate at the next level. And I'm not gonna say, you know, he's a fantastic separator. That definitely isn't his strong suit, but he has shown the ability to separate, you know, in the short passing game, he can make space and then get yards after the catch. And then down the field, He's not a guy who's going to burn you like Tyreek Hill and create a ton of separation that way, but he is fantastic in contested catch situations, probably the best at that out of this wide receiver class. So if he can secure that first round draft capital, I think he should definitely be cemented as a top three wide receiver in this class. Then at number three, I already mentioned this guy. It is Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, just an incredibly well-rounded wide receiver. He's got average size. Six foot tall, 190 pounds. He broke out as a sophomore with 790 yards and six touchdowns in eight games. And then he dominated with 70 receptions, 1,134 total yards, and 13 touchdowns 
in 11 games as a junior. He was really just a part of an absolute stacked wide receiver core with himself, Jackson Smith, and then also Chris Olave, who's going to make an appearance later on in these rankings. He was outproduced by the sophomore Jackson Smith, but I'm not going to really be holding that against him too much because, I mean, Jackson Smith is an absolute stud, and I kind of feel like this could be a slightly lesser version of the Jamar Chase, you know, Justin Jefferson duo. We saw Chase outperform Jefferson when Chase was a sophomore, Jefferson was a junior, and then obviously both of them are just absolute studs. So this could definitely kind of be a similar thing. And right now it looks like Garrett Wilson is lined up to be one of the top, you know, if not the top guy, top three wide receiver taken in this class. And he's probably going to be a mid to high end first round pick. So that would really just cement him in here as a top three guy in the 2022 class. Now at number four, I feel like there could be potential wiggle room here, but I pretty firmly have Jamison Williams out of Alabama in this slot. So Jamison Williams is kind of an interesting story because he spent two years at Ohio State. I just talked about that stacked wide receiver room, and he was essentially a non-factor, really just did not get on the field. Then he transferred to Alabama, which would be you know his junior season, and was an absolute stud, caught 79 passes for 1,572 yards and 15 touchdowns in 15 games. Williams truly just has game-breaking speed. He's also able to add some explosive athleticism while having a solid frame at 6'2", you know, around 190 pounds. Unfortunately, Williams did tear his ACL in the national championship game, which could definitely, you know, limit his immediate production in 2021, but it still looks like he is going to retain a first-round draft capital. So if you don't need him to produce right away, I do think he could be a solid rookie pick. As long as he's not getting pushed, you know, mid first round, then I feel like you kind of just got to fade him in, you know, rookie startups. Then at number five, I have David Bell out of Purdue. And it kind of seems like there's a little bit of a disconnect between, you know, what draft experts and teams are viewing David Bell compared to the fantasy community. Because right now it looks like Bell is like a mid day two pick. So second, third round. But if you just look at his profile, it is incredibly solid. He may not be, you know, an absolute stud in one specific area, but he is incredibly well-rounded as a wide receiver and absolutely broke out as a freshman, which we know is very tough to do. So his freshman season in 12 games caught 86 passes for 1,035 yards, and then he scored eight total touchdowns. So very, very nice to see that. I mean, like that would be a pretty satisfying season for, you know, a junior or senior prospect. And he did that as a freshman. He then went on to average over 100 yards per game in both 2020 and 2021. If you're looking at his frame, solid six foot two, 205 pounds. He may not be a freak athlete like a guy like Jamison Williams or Traylon Burks, but he is still able to play very physical and has effective releases off the line of scrimmage. You know, what he can lack in short-term speed, I think he can make up for with his exceptional body control. And if Bell can somehow receive first-round draft capital, there is definitely a compelling argument to move him up in these rankings. Because if he gets first-round draft capital, I'd probably like him over Jamison Williams. And then we'll see how those top guys shake out. I don't really think he cracks the top three, but maybe he slides up to number four or just really kind of locks in this number five ranking. Now at number six, I have Chris Olave. I talked about his teammate Garrett Wilson, you know, a few minutes ago, both out of Ohio State. It's kind of interesting here because there's a pretty large disconnect. I talked about the disconnect between Bell, you know, in the fantasy community compared to the NFL. 
I feel like there's a disconnect with Olave between the average fan's perspective and the fantasy community. So I think a lot of people think Chris Olave is like a top three wide receiver in this class. And I'm not saying he can't live up to that, but for me, he's pretty firmly locked out of that group in terms of my rankings. You know, he was set up to be one of the top wide receivers in college this season, but he ended up being the wide receiver three on his team. You know, him being a senior, you would have wanted to see him outperform sophomore Jackson Smith or junior Garrett Wilson because those guys are younger than him. They have less experience, but still he kind of fell into that wide receiver three role. And that doesn't mean he is not a good wide receiver. I just don't know if he's going to have that, you know, elite wide receiver one upside at the next level, but he could totally be a very solid wide receiver two on a team, you know, complement an elite wide receiver. And when I'm saying, you know, he was the wide receiver three on his team, it definitely doesn't mean he had like bad production. He had a great breakout sophomore season and then was really successful, you know, as a junior and a senior. It's just a really high bar when you're competing against those other stud wideouts. He's fairly well-rounded as a receiver, 6'1", 190 pounds. He's able to use his athleticism pretty well to create separation. And then on top of that athleticism, he's also just a very, very smart player. He can find soft spots in the defense while also having, you know, really nice awareness of his positioning on the field. I think it's very possible that Olave gets mid-first round draft capital, which could definitely kind of just set him in here because, you know, if you get that first round draft capital, you are going to be used you're going to be given every opportunity to perform at the NFL level. And that's really what you want if you are a fantasy owner. Now on to number seven, I have Jahan Dodson out of Penn State. He was really effective as a sophomore, totaling 488 yards and five touchdowns in 13 games. So nothing crazy, but you kind of started to see that breakout there. And then he was dominant in both his junior and senior seasons, averaging close to 100 yards and a touchdown per game. He does give up a little bit in the size department. He comes in here at 5'11", 185. That's a little bit concerning just because we know they kind of like to inflate those numbers. So if he shows up to the combine and he comes in at like 5'9", even that 185 number, I feel like I would kind of fade off of him just because that really limits you know, his opportunity to be an elite wide receiver one. We know that not having that huge frame can definitely limit him in terms of contested catch situations and his overall blocking, but he has traits to win everywhere on the field. He has great long speed in the open field, but can also showcase his explosiveness in tighter areas. And right now it looks like he is going to be a round two pick, but could potentially find his way you know, into the late first round. So just kind of a wait and see situation with his draft capital. And now to wrap up these rankings, the final wide receiver, number eight, I have George Pickens out of Georgia. And he's a pretty interesting guy to break down because he had one of the best freshman seasons out of all these wide receivers. In 12 games as a freshman, he caught 49 passes for 727 yards and eight touchdowns. And then he was, you know, solid as a sophomore, nothing crazy, didn't have a major, you know, improvement from his freshman season. But then he came out and tore his ACL during spring practices in 2021. So then Pickens returned very quickly, kind of outperformed, you know, the timeline, which would normally be like, you know, nine plus months. He came back in eight months. And then not surprisingly, he didn't really light up the stat sheet. In four games, he only caught five passes for 107 yards. I feel like if you were expecting, you know, much more than that, you're probably pushing it because he already returned, you know, way before he was even supposed to. If George Pickens can manage to get first or second round draft capital, 
I think, you know, he'll be a solid second round rookie pick, you know, in your rookie drafts. That is going to wrap it up for my 2022 rookie wide receiver rankings. If you haven't seen my running back rankings, go check those out on my channel. If you like this content, please just do me a favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel so you guys can keep seeing, you know, fantasy content like this. I'll be putting out dynasty stuff, redraft, you know, rookie rankings all throughout the off season. And then also stay tuned tomorrow. I'll be putting out my top, I think it's six quarterback rankings, those kind of big six that are probably going to be picked in the first, you know, two or three rounds. So thank you guys so much for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.